Welcome back, everyone. We're excited y'all are here. We got Ty, Will, Addison, myself, and we got a jam-packed show to talk about some college football from the week before, a little bit of coaching search, a little bit of Chris Lowe tweets, where Addison was right and where he was wrong, and then the week ahead. Guys, how we doing? Sad. Still. Yeah. Will, why don't you walk everyone through your experience at the Alabama game? Um, pain, misery, um, a lot of suffering. Anything else? You cried a little bit. I, no one can confirm <laughs> or deny that. That's not true. A little bit like posts on the bunker related to coaching searches. It's, oh. it's inside source material. That's right. No, no one can confirm or deny. Yeah. Last was- Saturday. Last Saturday was a tough day for the it was, program. It was tough. It was tough. Addison, how are you doing? I'm fabulous. Thank you for asking. I kind of look off in the distance. Kind of made it look like Quicks. It might have shit in the house or something. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just deep in thought about college basketball. Bag. You placing some bets? Not yet. I got I to gotta get some more data points first. I don't. We don't need to go down this rabbit hole. I don't know how anyone bets on college basketball. Like, just the pure stress alone would drive me insane. Like, the line of the Smith game last night was, I think it was 12 points, and we won by 12 points. (laughs) Uh, That's why it's called an addiction. That's why a lot of people have issues with this. That's why there's a number that you can talk to 24-7 if you can't, like, handle yourself. That's why I haven't bet on any college basketball this year yet. Yet. Hey, that's a nice hat, Addison. No, thank you. There you go. Repping the brand. How was the basketball game yesterday? I know that Addison and Ty went. Guards still look good. Bigs are still questionable. However, I think the the bigs looked a little bit better than I thought they did the first game. Okay. The bigs when uh what's his name's on the floor, Allen, the Samford transfer. He's put on some good muscle and he's pretty athletic. So he plays decent defense. When the uh double zero kid is on the court, he's the Jackson State transfer. We basically play offense with four people. He is a full-blown liability. That's um love those good defender, decent rebounder. Um, but it's really bad on offense. Yeah. Robert Allen, Robert Allen looks good coming off the injury from last year. Mm-hmm. See, towards ACL or MCL, whatever, last year and was out for the season after a couple games. Um, I, I see why his injury last year hurt the team so much. He's definitely yeah. solid. The uh, University of Louisiana transfer, I think that's where he's from, Theo Akumba or whatever his name is. He's pretty athletic, too. He had surgery on his knee last year too um he was wearing a brace but um he looks okay it my thing is with the bigs i feel like they're going to get pushed around in sec play i think it could be hard to watch but we haven't seen Ruffin play yet he's been injured i think he'll have to do a lot of scoring url can get a bucket tj caldwell's not bad either like that kid can you can tell he's going to be a player at some point the two guard transfers are solid. 
<laughs> he plays a good brand of basketball. Yeah. Stadium was completely empty. Um, As usual on a Tuesday night. Yeah, pretty tough, but like really bad crowd. Um, there were probably 3,500, 4,000 people there. Yes. Yeah. I was about, it's a lot. The stadium holds what, 9,500? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that sounds right. right. 9,700, something, I think. Okay. Sounds about right. Mr. Accountant's going to get us down to the decimal. That's right. Well, I love the beard, by the way. It's really coming in. Um, just because you said that, I'm going to shave immediately. <laughs> you really shouldn't. It looks really good. Just okay. keep the stash, Will. <laughs> Please do. Keep the stash. Or do you like a Fu Manchu or something? Oh. <laughs> hey, pour one out for all of our Rebel fans going to Fayetteville this weekend. It's going to be epic. It's going to be cold as shit. Yeah. I think kickoff temperatures in the mid-20s. Yeah. You always enjoy watching that from the couch. Ty, I'm guessing you're not going anymore. I know you're thinking about it. My whole thing (laughs) is if we won last weekend, I'd go. But here we are, losers. Champions of life this week. That's all we got. We might be losers, but you'll be warm watching it on your couch. So, hypothetically, if LSU loses to Texas A&M and we went out, do we add another co-Western division <laughs> up on Vaughn Hemingway? Should we? Is Lane Kiffin the coach or is he not the coach? He's going to be the coach. I know. Add it. Who's going to be the coach? I was saying my thought process is if Lane stays, which we think he is, um, I don't think he'd won an SEC West co-champion thing on the on the stadium. Whereas That's if someone ball. just comes in, they might just be like, whatever, just put it on there. Yeah. I don't want that shit. Yeah, I don't either. All right. Do we All right, to- y'all, just, y'all just want to get over the recap and kind of go from there. I think we should talk about the Ole Miss game a little bit. We will. We will. We want to start with the Ole Miss game? Yeah, why not? All right. Ole Miss. God damn it, those fucking officials suck. <laughs> you can't win a game when it's 18 on 11. I don't like bitching about officiating because it's a part of the thing and everybody has to deal with it, but that was inexcusable. They changed. Ole Miss still had plenty of opportunities to win the game despite how horrible they were. Yeah. So don't get me wrong with that. I'm not solely blaming them on that. Mm-hmm. They changed the direction of that game. Usually I try not to complain about the officials also, but they were bad Saturday. They missed they missed calls, and then they made calls that blew my mind. Mm-hmm. A holding call on Jordan Watkins. Might yeah, that's still baffling. In the history of college football. Yeah. The man got melee. Well, how about getting tackled 15 yards downfield on a third and 10? No pass interference called. I can and understand, like, the, the whole – the, the the Jackson dart getting, like, his head pushed into, the like, the ground. Like, maybe the ref didn't see that. Like, I get that. But there were a couple of plays that, the you know, you mentioned Wilkins being held on that third down. That was not a hold, like, at all. He got decked. Yeah. It made no sense. Yeah. Uh, quick little mini hot take. 
I have. What I saw from how Alabama reacted just with Dallas Turner shoving the helmet, mm-hmm. whatever. There was a play. Everybody's like, oh, Otis Reese threw a punch. Well, did you not see what happened first yeah. after the play when an Alabama player put his shoulder into him? Mm-hmm. These are the little things that show me that there are major cracks in the dynasty because none of this shit would have ever flown before. But Nick Saban's kind of losing a little control. So do they, we think- they, they aren't as composed as they usually are. I do – I'm trying to think about how I can – phrase this and I do think this speaks to Kiffin's value in this age of college football but I think one of the reasons Saban is a great coach is it's very much so the embodiment of the generation of coach that is very team focused like and it's around building a program and a process there's never been more individualism and college football than there is right now. Yeah. And I think the coaches that are able to say that's an okay thing, but still get people to buy in to the bigger picture is helpful. And like, that's where you're seeing some teams overperform. I just wonder if that's a piece of it will where like that model that they've run there doesn't work as well if there's a bunch of guys wondering what their checks are or how they're going to profit from them. That's never been his MO. And if you think about someone who can navigate that well and find balance in it, it's a very impressive skill set. The irony in that is he won it because of one individual. Mm-hmm. Bryce Young won that game for them. Yes. He was the best player on that field. Bryce Young oh. proved this week once again that he is the best player in college football. Wrong. He is. Who? Who? Who's the best player in college football? Who? Not the best quarterback in college football. Oh, you're going to go on this little May change. It kind of spin us something real quick before we talk about the next quarterback <laughs> for Alabama. Okay? Kind of say something. If if Bryce Young is not on that team, what's Alabama's record today? Six and four. Six and four? Losses to AM, losses to no, Texas. No, they are they didn't have him the AM. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. So losses to Texas, Tennessee, LSU, Ole Miss. Yep. They do have more talent than that, though. I think that goes back to the original point. They are not playing as a cohesive. You're right. No, they're not. You're right. Bryson failed them out a lot. Yes. Addison, who's the best quarterback in college football? Drake May. Drake May, quarterback. You know, he was like a – he was a four-star. He's a redshirt freshman. Like, this guy still has – he's really good. Watching him what, – just watching him throw the football is beautiful. It, his arm is live. The ball just looks beautiful coming out. And he makes some incredible throws. You're cool for buying Phil Longo quarterback. What? Where does Ty Simpson go then? Because he's going – Drake May is going to Bama. Where's what did Will say? You are a fool if you are buying a quarterback in a Phil Longo offense, especially no, no. in the ACC. Of course, well, he's lighting everybody up because they're shit. I'm not. Well, I'm not. I don't know what his stats are. I could care less. Could oh, you just watch how he throws the ball. I'm mm-hmm. watching him perform, go through his progressions, throw the football. Watching him play, it, it is impressive to watch him play quarterback. They don't go through progressions in Phil Longo's offense. First he does. Trick uh, has. Uh, 
3,412 yards on the season. He has 34 touchdowns, three interceptions. That's all right. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. And just watching him is beautiful. Yeah, so was watching Jordan Tiamir against Kent State. No, no, it's completely different. I promise. Jordan Tiamir never looked impressive to me. They're just guys wide open. Well, they play. Um, Drake Georgia May Texas also win. doesn't Big have. Game for you, Ty. Georgia Tech. They finished with Georgia Tech, NC State, Clemson for the last three games. What was what was Drake May's stat line against Notre Dame? The one competent team they played this year. I'll look it up right now. I don't know, but Drake May doesn't have DK Metcalf. Whoa, Elijah Moore, Drake, Drake May. Brown. I'm defending your point here, Addison. All right, Drake May against Notre Dame. He had 301 yards, five touchdowns, no interceptions. 1732, though. 50%, 50% completion rating. That's fair. Well, you're just picking at stuff. I mean, are you kidding me, Will? He's really He's good. He's a quarterback He's really in a good. bad conference with the Phil Longer offense. He may be good. I'm not saying that he's not. But the best quarterback in the country over Bryce Young after what you saw, come on. I still think Bryce Young's the best quarterback in college football, best player in college football. But Drake hey, is pretty good. Garbage. What? The ACC is garbage. It is doo-doo. The ACC yeah. is bad. ACC yeah. is bad. Hell, Addison, you might be able to sling it around a little bit against Georgia Tech's defense. <laughs> but any closing thoughts, remarks about the Ole Miss-Alabama game other than heartbreak? Yeah, I got one more comment. I don't know if Charlie Weiss is the guy. I'm not a big fan. So – Ole Miss has been up in every single game going at halftime except for one game this year. That one game was versus Vanderbilt. In the second half, they tend to – something happens with the offense. There's not adjustments made. It's it's weird. I don't I really understand what's going on. I think it's well, let, me, let me talk real quick. I have stuff to Lane, get, Lane gets way too much credit when things go well with the offense. Yep. Um, he probably doesn't get enough – like – at the end of the day, I believe Weiss has got the keys to the kingdom. Yes. We do not spread the ball around like we should. Mm-hmm. We get caught in these setup plays where we'll commit to a halfback toss, the exact same play for five plays in a row just to set up a play action that yeah. hardly ever works. And that last series of drives after the Judkins 35 yard run was just ass on. Yep. Go back and look at it. It's just so frustrating. Dog shit. Yeah. I'm I don't know. I also just hate the way he looks. He's got like a little chiclet for teeth. He looks stupid. (laughs) Get a real offensive coordinator. Stop. I mean our boy up our boy Addison loves to get mad at Levy because he didn't adjust in the second half. And we're seeing the same issues as we did with Levy. So what's the, the common denominator, denominator is Kiffin. We're um, saying from what we've all been told is that Kiffin's aggressive in the first half. He gets conservative in the second half. Le- and Kiffin's more involved with the offense now than he was with Levy. You want to see crazy? That. Weiss is five, four years older than us. Yeah, he's super young. He's 29. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, Ole Miss played very tight that second half. That's the only thing I could say. The defense put Ole Miss in position to win the game. I think that tightness is Kiffin. <laughs> You're probably right, and I just don't get it because that's not – the first half is always completely different. They They just – as they always say, he's one of the best scripters in college football. He can, he's brilliant, and then it's almost like he can't get out of his own way in the second half. He gets, but, um, he gets nervous, like he doesn't want to screw it up. Yeah. Auburn is going to really like that. Well, there is positive in this. We were really close. This team replaced, what, 85% of its offensive production, new starting quarterback, new two new coordinators, everything. Everybody thought, what was our Vegas over-under, seven and a half wins? Yeah, so right and two, decently looking at 10 and two, back-to-back 10-win seasons, which something okay. Auburn, by the way, the, the greatest job in the entire world, they have not done that since 88-89. So they can sit on that for a minute. Yeah, Ole Miss is set up very nicely for the next two years. That's no why doubt. I think – that's why I think – I mean, we'll talk about the Kiffin-Auburn stuff later, but that's no. what I think the deciding factor is, is. I love that point, though, Will. I really do. Like, if you think about the play to field a team for next year that is not just good but elite, is pretty straightforward. You have some of the hardest pieces to develop mm-hmm. on a roster in place already. Yep. You're going to have a Michael Trigg, a second year in the system at tight end. You have two young but big tackles um, that have performed really well. Yeah. Running back, quarterback. There is one major weakness next year, but I think they're going to address it in the portal, and that's the receiving room. Yeah, no doubt. Kind of a weakness yeah. already right now, but yeah. they need to go in the portal and just re- like they need to get if they can get that Demas kid from A and M. Barry on Brown's going to Tennessee, isn't he? I someone said I think I have no idea. It'd be he's going to go in the market and he's going to go to the highest bidder. Yep. I always kind of felt like Alabama. That just seems Alabama's going to be looking for receivers too. Yeah, that, but, um, I agree with you. Well, and then on defense. Secondary is going to be really good next year. Yeah, like really, really good. Imagine adding like a McKinley Jackson or another defensive lineman in that mix already. Yeah, defense could be salty next year. Also, I everything I've read, everyone says we will do whatever it takes to keep Centerry Perkins committed to Ole Miss and on Mm -hmm. campus. That's like a guy that could show up. He could play. He could play Uh, like on Saturday. He's that good. Like this Saturday. What are you frowning about, Addison? You laughing about something that looked like he was. I was laughing, and then y'all brought up Perkins, and I just don't know if that kid's going to make it on campus. I he think really he likes is. Alabama. You're reading in the 18 year old boy tweets. Like that's where you're going wrong. That's true. We're going to give that kid a bag. You got to think, too, is legally Alabama loses. Their best player, they lose Gibbs. They have a lot to overhaul, too. They're going to have two new coordinators. We're going to get them early in the season. I know it's in Tuscaloosa. There's only one game on the schedule I feel like, all right, we're – we're, uh-uh. 
Georgia. And that's Georgia in November. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get that's, we're going to get got, absolutely boat raced. It's that's be got buzzsaw written all over it. No, it's going to be awesome. Sure, I'm not sure next season's schedule is going to be next season's schedule. Well, hopefully. That seems pretty confident confident that uh the schedule's going to get switched around. Wow. I hope so. Can you elaborate on this please? Oklahoma, Oklahoma and Texas joins and they reshape. They're not joining. They can't. Yes, they can. Why can't they? If the Big 12 brings on all of those schools next year, the TV buyout deal like goes to nil. Also, Texas and Oklahoma can use it as leverage and say, we won't allow this unless you let us go ahead and go right now. Also, but okay, that's already that's way past. Like they've already released the schedule. Like Texas already has Cincinnati or whatever on their schedule, I thought. Like I think Texas, I think that's Texas I'll look it up. Keep, keep buyout to come to the SEC is less than Texas AM's buyout for Jimbo Fisher. So it's 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 doable and reasonable. Well, Jimbo Fisher's not getting fired. I'll I know, but but I'm just saying. In relation, you're getting more for your money by joining the SEC than you are by firing Jimbo. But also, they wouldn't let they wouldn't let that happen, in my opinion, because the SEC on CBS game doesn't move till 2024. So I think 2024, I think they're going to get out a year early because yeah, it would make no sense. It be, it would I make no sense for them. ESPN would not allow that. I would so much prefer it happen next year, but it's not. ESPN going to. wouldn't allow it. I don't no. know about that, but. Do we know what our three mainstay opponents are yet? It's going to be probably LSU, Arkansas, and State. Is that I think right? it'll be Vandy instead of Arkansas. That'd be pretty cool. That's what I read it too. Okay. I heard it's LSU, State, and Vanderbilt. If we somehow swing that, <laughs> put that in the column for why Ole Miss is a better job than Auburn. Yeah, Auburn's have- going to be Alabama, Georgia, and who? Tennessee? Auburn's will be – Florida. Probably Mississippi State. There'll be one like random one, and that'll be it. Probably. For Auburn, yeah. Why would I saw not? a mock? I saw a mock mock up for it. It'd probably be Mississippi State. And yeah. State would get Ole Miss, LSU, and Auburn. Oh, everyone feels like a I don't think State would get LSU. Oh, they'd get Bama, Auburn, and Ole Miss. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> That would be funny though. Right, let's they'd, have, they'd have to. Maybe they give probably, Kentucky State. They probably give Kentucky. It'd probably be Kentucky, Auburn, and uh, Ole Miss. You think everyone would keep their permanent opponent currently in the new format? I think they would because Not everyone. Alabama is going to fight for Tennessee, and Georgia is going to fight for um, Auburn. Yeah. You know, they're not going to get rid of those rivalries. Oh, Alabama is going to have Tennessee, Auburn, and State. Yeah. Right. I- then that means Auburn would probably get like someone random, like Arkansas or Missouri, something random as their third. Because you can't give them, know. you can't give them a third power like that. You can't put uh, Auburn, Alabama, Georgia, 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 and like LSU. You can't do that to them. Mm-hmm. They they would not. They would not That's be. What I'm saying. I think it'd be. I think it'd be like Auburn. Auburn would get Bama, Georgia, and State. I really think that that would make sense. Mm-hmm. Because then, then it works out for Bama to get those three they want. It works out State to get – I don't know what they're going to do with State. But then State would get Ole Miss, Bama, and Auburn, I think. We are rambling. I think this would be a perfect off-season pod. But. This would be a good off-season pod. But we're having fun. Let's kind of 
Let's go into week 11. Uh, we'll start with Kansas versus Texas Tech. Um, Tech wins 43 to 28, covers the overhead. I didn't watch this game at all, but um, wreck them. That's all I really have to say. Lubbock, where dreams go to die. All roads run through Lubbock. I didn't even know the score until I made the outline today, and I was shocked when I saw it. I don't know how I missed it, but that's crazy. Texas Tech did that to Kansas. Kansas has got a big game this week. I'm sure it's on here. We'll talk about it later. Um, Moving forward, a fun game. We'll let Addison kind of take lead on this because allegedly North Carolina has the best quarterback in college football. UNC wins 36-34 in Wake Forest. Over hit. No, over does not hit. Was it 70? Um, Over under was 77. Addison, why don't you start? Uh, it was a fun game to watch, a little bit back and forth. Um, UNC's defense has gotten slightly better. You, They also have a little bit of a path to the playoff. They need a lot of help. But UNC, they could, they could their schedule's really easy to win out, and they would have to would beat Clemson in a top 15 team. Their schedule um, wasn't super help. easy closing out. They have an easy game this week. They have NC State and yep. Clemson both at home. Yeah, they um, you know, they played Georgia Tech this week. Georgia Tech, NC State, Clemson. Clemson championship game. Yeah, Clemson the championship. Yeah. yeah. Um, so like if they got some help and helping one out, they could possibly be in the playoff. Um, so that'd be interesting to see what would happen there. There, I think the committee has them ranked too low, North Carolina. Where would you rank North Carolina? I'd have them ahead of Utah, Oregon, UCLA. Oh, my God. Currently. They all have two losses. USC what, okay, but what's North Carolina's win? What? What is UNC's best win? You get to this point in the season and you've only lost one game. I mean. And you I mean you skirt by Virginia and Miami? Your high, your your greatest quarterback of all time threw two interceptions against that mighty hurricane. The greatest quarterback of all time, Will. Yeah, Put some respect on his name. I mean, <laughs> they have played no one. I'll take that back. They played some. They played one team, and they lost by two touchdowns. Hey, you get, they're going to get to battle it out with a salty Clemson team in the ACC championship. That's right. And then we'll probably I'll see take- them in the Outback Bowl. So get ready for that one, guys. Outback Bowl doesn't exist. Outback Bowl doesn't exist. Whatever it's called now. Rely or Quest. Rely Quest. They almost will not go to that bowl game. They kind of have they have some rule against like every you can't be in the same bowl game like every, what's it a three year period of rotation. So I think that pretty much eliminates Tampa for us. Yeah, unfortunately. We're gonna be in Orlando or Jacksonville, in my opinion. I'm going to be at the house. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to be at home. Well, is that a really a rule now? I've never – I didn't know that. There's some rule – because they have them all in the same pod, and they don't want to send teams to the same locations over and over again. The Citrus Bowl has the first pick of teams that don't make the playoff. And then there's like a pool of like five or six bowl That's games. That's not together. true. That's not true. Yes, it is. The Citrus has the first SEC pick. That's not after, true. The Sugar Bowl does. After the New Year's Six playoff games. All right. You said after the New, playoff. 
not the well, New that's Year's not, Six. I'm, I'm grouping playoff into the New Year's Six games, all right? So all those six games, the six bowls, whatever SEC teams get selected, the first <laughs> non-playoff NY6 team goes to the Citrus Bowl. Yeah, Citrus Bowl does have pick after all the New Year's Six bowls are selected. Okay, well. Okay. That I, you, you're literally arguing with something and you shouldn't pick up what I meant. Uh, I just heard what you said. After the playoffs are selected, Citrus Bowl is first That's pick. That's not true. That's not true. all right moving forward um auburn miracle and jordan hair beating texas a&m 13 to 10 caddy getting his first one as the interim head coach will you're basically an auburn fan so why don't you start first off don't ever associate with that with me i'm not a narcissistic loser like that group is they beat an embarrassing the, the laughing stock of the entire college football universe by a field goal at home, and you'd have thought they just won the SEC West because they all love Auburn so much. Them Creed, what do you call them? Them Creed loving Barner. I mean, they, they're insane. I, I, I can't. Auburn fans are good for one thing, as I said before the pod started. They make Alabama fans' days a little bit worse. That's the one thing they're good with it for. Coach Caddy is saying, Addison, I see you raising your hand. I just want to say something really quick. Coach Caddy is saying all the right things, though. He mentions the family. He mentions together. He mentions playing for Auburn and not for, like, you know, individually. Please give him the job. Just please, please, Alabama, just just lose on purpose to give Caddy the job. Please. Um, Addison, your hand was raised first. You go and then tie after him. Will said he's not an Auburn fan. Fall of 2019, he was an Auburn fan. That is he not talked true. about Auburn more than he talked about Ole Miss. Dude, that he whistles the Auburn fight song like you know instinctively, probably five times a day. It gets, it gets stuck in your head. I distinctively remember Will just like. Oh, I, I'm trying to think of something appropriate to say. You can't because that's not true. <laughs> that's. Not true. I mean, you, you had a hard on for Auburn fall of 2019. <laughs> no, here's my thing with Auburn and Alabama is I always pull for the one that is worse because I want them both to be miserable. So most of the time, Auburn's usually worse. So it comes across like I'm cheering for Auburn because now I will be cheering for Auburn this year because I want Alabama fans to suffer and Auburn to hire Cadillac. It's a double, I mean, War Eagle, okay? Uh, You may, now I'm so, am I an Auburn fan because this stuff is really <laughs> pissing me off. Go look at my Twitter. I, I don't don't call me an Auburn fan. Wait, so oh, how I, many how many years have you cheered for Auburn? Because you in the Iron Bowl? Be better than Bama. In the Iron Bowl, I probably I mean no no in the season. You said you cheered for them for the season because you wanted that, Bama. No, to no, no, no. That's not you're making stuff up. No, Talk, no, that's all factual to me. Ty, you had your hand raised a while ago. You're I did. Wild up. I did. Thank you. First of all, AM Auburn game. Well, I think you hit the nail on the head. That is a bad, broken AM team. Like yep. things are scary hours there. I'm excited for the purge of their roster. And I hope Ole Miss gets some of those players. Me too. That's going to be delicious. Be sweet. I am happy for Cadillac, though. Uh, like you can tell whether 
it's a little cultish or not. Like it is cool to see a former player, a legend, yep, do that well. I also my dream, <laughs> my dream scenario for Auburn is the Matt Luke scenario. <clears throat> is that hey, um, they don't get lame. The background on Hugh is a little too dirty, and then the brakes fall off, and the players revolt and go for a caddy. If that happened, the joy that would get into this cold, cold heart of mine would be very, <laughs> very, very great. Um, Ebenezer Scrooge would have a great Christmas. Yeah, but Will, I'm with you. We'll get to it into the some of the Auburn stuff. But I've never, I've always hated Auburn. Grew up 45 minutes from their campus. The last week has made me like they're they're number one on the shit list for me. Same. Hate them. Hate them. They can burn. Yep. Wish nothing but terrible, bad things to happen to them and their families on the love little village they can go one and 11 as long as that one wins bama yes please i'm tired of talking about that those clowns i think lsu arkansas can be summarized by 40 perkins harold perkins is that dude he's that guy yeah he won them that football game he should be in new york like he is I would throw all the cash at him. Oh, if he, you're him, I'm entering the portal. He is a – You probably end up staying there, but you drive that price up. He is electric. I can't believe he's just a freshman. Dude's money. Are you watching games, Addison? There is a uh, – I think that Western Michigan game is on in the background. The snowball? Yeah, it's snowing very hard. Yeah. Uh, piano boy got a big dub moving on to UCF Tulane. He did. So, Will, can you tell everyone your thought process behind if Lane Kiffin leaves, you would hire Gus Malzahn as the head coach at Ole Miss? No, we aren't going to talk about this because Lane Kiffin's not leaving. So, there's no reason to talk about this. But All right. Uh, well, once is- again, my lock of the week does not hit. So, I'm like, what? Like one for 10 this season? Um Tulane loses to UCF, so I'm sorry, everyone. Fade me. Yeah, you suck. Yeah, I do suck. You're right. TCU, Texas, bad football game. Actually, that was one of the few games this week outside the Ole Miss game that I watched. Same. Not good football at all. I will, I've learned my lesson. I've picked against the hypnotodes like four weeks in a row. I will not be picking against them. You can. Again. Also, did y'all see the – you know, all of y'all saw the video they posted after the game of just the horns down video. It's amazing. If y'all haven't seen it, go watch it. It'll make your day. It's so great. My favorite game day sign I saw was just a simple one, two letter or two words, fart worth. <laughs> That's, that's interesting coming from the guy that like a short eight months ago had a just massive hard on for Fort Worth. Well, Ty, why don't you tell everyone me, where you're Ty, going this weekend? Where am I? Ask me where I'm going to be this week, Ty. Yeah, I'm well, going to Fort Worth, Texas only two on Friday. Come out of Texas, Will. Will always will have hard on for Texas. I will be in Steers DFW this weekend. Steers and queers. Mm. No horns. 
Oh, uh, he's gonna get the horn. The horn. Very disappointed. The horn frogs are not in Fort Worth for that next weekend. I would have definitely gone to that. Who do they play next weekend? Baylor. Ooh, good game. In Waco. Ty's been to Waco. Another cult place. Been all around that town. Yes, sir. All 70.3 miles of it. All right. All right. We already talked about Alabama Ole Miss. Big upset. Arizona going on the road to UCLA and coming out with a dub. UCLA pretty much eliminated from playoff contention. Has a big game this week. We'll get there later. But, man, like, is the Pac-12 just going to cannibalize itself? Because, wait. Yep. Yeah. It always does. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, UCLA wins this weekend against USC. Yeah, UCLA murders them this weekend. But we'll get to that in picks. Yep, Washington also beat Oregon. Once again, the Pac-12 cannibalizing itself. Um, not much to say about this game. Oregon had a chance to win it with the ball at the end, and uh, Broadway Bow came out in Auburn fashion and found a way to lose what? the game. Our next Heisman campaign over. Over. Yep. But it would be really cool to see him back in Auburn when Dan Lanning's the head coach there. That's right. It'll be really good for him to be united with his um his child that he left as well. Well, too bad he can't transfer again. Yeah, he's like 50 now. <laughs> um he was a freshman when I when I was a senior in college. That's weird to think about. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Yes. Yeah. Twenty nineteen was his first year. Twenty nineteen was his freshman year. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. I remember the game against Oregon. Yep. Uh, we were watching it at Jeff Disco, and we saw him win against Oregon. That's how I remember. Yep. We also lost to Memphis that game or that week, but we won't get into that. That kind of sucked. Um, Addison, where you were right, where you were wrong. Well, winning continues. <laughs> I hate to be humble on y'all, but winning continues this year. Eight and four on best place. Um, lock of the week, Ole Miss plus seven first half hit. Um, my other lock, LSU Arkansas under hit. Underdog of the week, Purdue plus six and a half outright winner. So that's Good where I was right. Big roll, Addison. Let's go. I don't think there was any wrong. Just all right. I'm sure. I'm sure there was. Oh, We're going to ignore that. Thomas was right in the college football pool. We're going to brag on Thomas. There were 19 games. Thomas got 15 games correct against the spread. I had a good week. Yeah. He is now in first place. That is a good week. We'll take it. That's impressive. We'll take it. We'll take it. It was good for the program. I needed. Congrats, it. Thomas. Congrats. We need we needed some dubs after the rules. Well, I was also down like I think only like two games to you. So unless you went seventeen for nineteen, we would have been tied, or I would have taken it. I would have gone nineteen for nineteen. Okay, well, yeah, I don't miss. Well, okay. you missed all of them this week because you didn't pick them. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> all right. Speaking of not true, that brings us to Chris Lowe's tweets regarding the Auburn coaching search. Um, have y'all seen these before? Mm, I've heard a little bit about it. I know him and Kiffin are like butt buddies. 
Yeah, so I think that's where we start with this. Chris Lowe is a senior writer for ESPN. Mm-hmm. Is ever since Kiffin's time in Knoxville, him and Lowe have been pretty tight. Um, so far to say that Kiffin like doesn't talk to many people. Um, pretty introverted guy doesn't have many friends. Everyone claims Chris Lowe is like one of the few people that has like an open line of communication mm-hmm. with Lane. And uh, he had some things to say about the old ball coach of the Rebels. Um, and to me, it might just be helpful to read out the tweets for yeah. the audience. I have them up. I can read them um, whenever yeah. you're already. So there's two. Um, the first one is the overriding reason Lane Kiffin would leave Ole Miss football for Auburn football is the hefty NIL fund Auburn has built. In an NIL world, the kind of cash, the key of sustaining success at a high level, both in attracting high school talent and keeping players from transferring. So that was the first one. Second one. One thing I know about Lane Kiffin is if he indeed is the Auburn choice, Auburn football choice, is that he doesn't do anything impulsively. He would examine everything, all factors. And I do believe NIL would be the deciding factor if, in all caps, he were to leave. He's proud of Ole Miss football success. So one of them was four hours ago, and that one got a lot of attraction. And so I think that he needed to reaffirm that saying that, like, he's not going to Auburn. Um, We don't know that yet. Like, here's what's going on at Ole Miss, too. Yeah. And then – Later on, someone responded, "What success?" and okay. basically commented, "Back have it back. up, yeah." Um, I viewed this as a lot of water toting. I think I don't think Lane's going anywhere, but I do think if there was ever a message to take from. The old Miss side of things is we have to get some power brokers behind NIL. And I'm not even sure it's the Grove Collective necessarily. Like it's big money donors or it's the yeah. university de- dedicating dollars towards Because no, um, I'm pretty sure they've kind of changed some of that. So university so, can market, but the university can't give money for they it. They can. Yeah. They could make it happen if they wanted to. Right. I agree. But um, I agree. Yeah. So my two things with NIL is there's two points I want to make. The Grove Collective is not doing a good job of the broad marketing of the collective and the awareness of it or the PR side of it. And it goes into my second point fucking lie yeah. tell every son of a bitch on the planet from the high level that we've got up because none of this stuff is going to be substantiated by anybody no. no one knows how much auburn has no Everyone's one knows how much can too. Yeah. it's all hearsay hell to the point where we're going to watch it with kentucky's team this year there's going to be some guys that they promised money to last go around that probably didn't get what they were told, and they're gonna they're gonna bow out and go into the portal again. So, I guess the the better thing is to do it the right way the whole time and raise the money. But this whole thing of like, oh, from an optics point of view, Auburn's got this much. I call bullshit on that. 
Um, and I think that's as fans, like you have to sit back and recognize that. Yep. Um, but I thought it was interesting. Chris Lowe tweeted it. I also am pretty confident uh, Lane's going to stay at this point. Yeah, he's always been a guy about leverage. He yeah. loves his name out there. It's all about driving up the dollars coming in. The Grove Collective is a big deal for people like us. It's a crowdsourcing way of getting, getting that maybe extra three or four million by the fans on top of the, what the big donors are putting in. Right. I mean, I'm not going to, I mean, I'm going to be careful, but the number we have total on a year to year basis is actually very competitive with that 15 million number you heard from Auburn. So what he's doing is, well, okay. The the fear of you leaving will of course drive people like us to go to the Grove collective, Mm -hmm. maybe bringing that number up from what what I was saying, 3 million, maybe it can get up to 6 million. And then another big, a big booster will throw in. All right, fine. Now here's 4 million a year. Next yeah. thing you know, Ole Miss is at a $20 million a year collective oh. total NIL pool. Yeah. So this is what it is. And, I mean, it's crazy. And it, it is honestly just insane. And it shows you how much t- people care about this too much. Or when uh, they are stalking his 12-year-old son's Instagram comment, <laughs> seeing – comments on instagram saying that's not true and stuff like that and then just conversations having with people it's like guys just chill out like, this kid's 12 yeah this kid's 12 first off but lane does this he is going to leave Ole miss eventually for a better job i don't yep. think any of us will argue that there are jobs out there that are head and shoulders better than Ole miss and i, I mean i love Ole miss but alabama is a better job than Ole miss texas is a better job than Ole miss auburn maybe slightly better but not better enough to move and build and start over i'll say this historically i think auburn's a better job i agree with that in today's environment it's never been as close as it as it is right now Mm -hmm. as i heard on the pod i was listening to neil and as he said you're leaving you'd be leaving the fifth best job in the sec west to go to the fourth best job in the sec west Mm -hmm. i do kind of want to touch on that for a minute will though because i'm you know, unnamed source that we all know mentioned right. that he's heard that coach could give two shits about going to the NFL, which mm-hmm. I just wonder where that narrative is spun up from because people talk and about that. Everyone like is talking about that. Yeah. And I just, that kind of throws me off. So take NFL off the table, mm-hmm. talk about the jobs that are obviously better than Ole Miss, or that would be instant jumps. To me, it's LSU. Texas and those are the LSU, three. Georgia, LSU, Texas, yeah, Georgia's. Bama. I'm talking about jobs that could open up in the next. Kiffin's old, mind you, 47. He's, 47. He's, he's about to be 48. You're I mean, not going to go into rebuilding mode at 55, 56, in my opinion. Yep. But you would go to, if you're 55, you would go to an Alabama where it's already built if saving. Correct. So I guess that's what I'm trying to like open up the conversation for. Like LSU, that job's going to be filled for a while. Yep. How is Brian Kelly? I'll look it up while y'all are talking. Bama probably is going to be one that opens up sooner, 
but will Kiffin actually get it? There, Greg McElroy joined Birmingham Radio today and said Kiffin will never be the head coach at Alabama. Yep. And I won't go that far because what I think will end up happening is going to hire someone like I don't know Bill O'Brien. They'll promote like we're not we're we're not it's not going to be Bill O'Brien, but let's say they're OC. Bill O'Brien will never be the coach at Alabama. Think of someone who, who who's Bama's next OC. Let's say Bryles. I don't think he would, but let's just say in a hypothetical world, Art, I mean, Art Bryles, <laughs> Kendall Bryles is the next OC at Bama. He does incredible there. He's there three to four years. He's promoted as head coach at Alabama. Most likely that's probably not going to work out. Yep. And then Bama will kind of scuffle for a minute. And then they'll be like, all right, Lane. Come home. Yeah. So that's that scenario. And then Texas – that's one that's one job though that like they would have to want him and he obviously would go there think about who their coach is right now it's someone with his background mm-hmm. his mold offensive mind west coast pete carroll tree like do they want to go back to that well that's a good point they probably well, go defense or something before like i just i don't think you know whether it's rational will or not at when you go and hire a coach, you tend to go hire opposites mm-hmm. of what you just have. In if a it lot ends of poorly, yeah. If it ends poorly, and that's how Texas would be open in the next three to five years, is if Sark continues to do what he's doing now. I just, if those three jobs, I'm like, where would he go? <laughs> he's got to get jobs. Ohio State, huh? Miami. Ohio State. If Cristobal doesn't do well down there, Miami, the money's not there. Miami's a, I don't think Miami's like the job that. Yeah. I, I don't. That Cristobal experience right now, man, is also good. the Rashada transfer or the Rashada decommitment to Florida. Like, do they actually have the IL funds they say they do, or did he just leave because you know? I think in Miami, it's more of the dumpster fire that Miami is. Okay. Addison, have you seen the coach's comments about the cold weather? He would yeah. be miserable in Columbus, and I, I know oh. that sounds silly. No, did y'all see what? Did y'all his see what face is did? genuinely like when he's talking about the weather? He looks like a bitch. Like he hates it. Yeah, he would not do well in uh, Ann Arbor or Columbus in November. He's not going to the Big Ten. Yeah, if someone I, offers you the Ohio State job, it'd be you're the head coach at Ole Miss, and they call you for Ohio State. That's what I would say. Yeah, well, Will, you're irrational when it comes to this. That is true. I don't also, think you can why would that. Ryan Day leave when he can kick Jim Harbaugh's ass? Like, why would he leave? They're going to force him out the door when he goes. They're going to fire. They're going to fire him. He's not a good coach. I won't go that far. Ryan Day is so full of shit. No, he's actually. This is a take Addison's not far off on. He's not terrible, but as Coach Harbaugh said, I don't think he's elite. He was he born, was on, born third on third base. Yes. He got handed the keys to that, and he didn't – I mean, I, I don't think – Like like 44 and 4. Yeah. yeah. But guess what his record is against Michigan? In a week – In a Two week and one Or one and one. In a week conference, and they get every player they want. Yeah, but, Will, if y'all wouldn't have hid from them during COVID, it'd be two and one. It's true. I love that narrative. Rash also cheated Michigan out of a win in 2016. 
Thank you. He wasn't there then, but thank you. I still that game that I it took me to be quite honest. I'm still bitter over that game. 2021 might have been what cured that game, but that hurt. Once again, a ref thing. Referee, I can handle getting beat by someone. When a referee takes the game out of your hands, it's it's, it's hard. Dude, Saturday, 11 o'clock, right after Thanksgiving, I just think Ohio State's going to boat race Michigan. Okay. Will, are you going to watch that game with me? I don't know, Thomas. <laughs> I might not watch the game. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. What's our count now for that? Like, Will lock himself in the bathroom to watch. Yeah, we're at eight, by the way. Um, Yeah, so I don't know. I think Lane's staying. (laughs) I really hope so. I I will commit to everyone, all five of our listeners on the pod that are live with us. It's it's like that. is it three if, of us? When, when Lane and Ole Miss announce their extension, I will post once a day onto the bunker a series of, like, just responses. Like, the first one will be, like, Auburn, what happened? <laughs> the James drops. <laughs> I love those videos. I just – my hate for those guys has just gone through the roof this past week and a half. Yeah, same. They suck. It'll be really funny when they end up with Dave Clawson. That's not a bad catch. I. It's not Lane Kiffin, though. So they're going to get I, Hugh Freeze. They get Lane. I also don't think they get Hugh, but I think it's because they won't offer Hugh. It, no. That background check is gnarly. And I'm. Just they don't they don't like sleazy like Hugh is, which is funny because they're they're one of their former head coaches who's kind of sleazy himself is now a U.S. senator for the state of Alabama. Mm-hmm. Whenever whenever this well, Auburn coaching search doesn't work out, they're going to be forced to hire Hugh Freeze next time. So if y'all had to predict, okay, yours is two years. If y'all had to predict, let's say it's not Lane Kiffin. If y'all had to predict the next Auburn coaching search, how many years away are we? You got to tell me who they hire. Three. Two or three. Three. They don't hire, so, they don't hire well, Hugh Freeze or Lane Kiffin. Whenever, okay, so let's make a note. Whenever they hire their next head coach, we need to set a reminder on how many years it is that that person gets fired, just to see if we're right. Over if under, I've said it, five and a half. If they hire Hugh, what coach is going to make it there five and a half years? When you have Alabama and Georgia as your rivals. Well, they're going to have to overpay for the next guy, and it's going to have a bigger buyout. And then you can't be paying Harson. You can't be paying – I think – is Gus already paid? No, they're paying Gus. You're Are paying they still Gus, paying Chizik? Harson. They're not paying Chizik. Okay. Someone told me they're still paying Chizik recently. That, that was probably Galloway. Yeah, I think it was Galloway. Um, yeah, so they're probably still paying Cam Newton. But um, um, uh, according to Jay Tate, they've never paid Cam Newton. Right. 
Uh, he came to the yeah. He came to the barn because he loves the barn. Yeah. Um, I mean, I turned. I saw one time. I saw this funny shirt in Auburn. It was like, I'd turn down a two hundred k to live in Starkville and live in Auburn for free too. Yeah. Um, Ole Miss met someone. Someone in Ole Miss made shirts that said, "Hey, came you couldn't pay me to go there either," and was handing them out at the Egg Bowl. <laughs> That's awesome. Back then. That is great. Um. Quick side note, Will and Thomas, you both were in Alabama, the state of Alabama, in the uh, like early 2000s, mid 2000s. Mm-hmm. You remember how miserable Alabama fans used to be? Fear the yeah. thumb. Fear the thumb. Mm-hmm. My dream is for both of those programs to just be mediocre, like just battling it out. Eight and four is a good year. And you know who specifically I would love to have to deal with that is William Galloway. <laughs> like that little prick is so obnoxious <laughs> on social media. I like he's never lived in a world where Alabama wasn't really it. And since he was like an, a small child, I'm ready for him to just have a 10 to 15. He still is a small child. Yeah, he definitely is. But, My dream. My dream is for the SEC West every year to be a three-horse race between A&M, LSU, and Ole Miss. That would be elite. Yeah. I would be so okay with that. And sign me up. Yep. Uh, replace A&M with Texas, and I'll be okay with that. I think it's really funny to watch A&M do what they're doing. It's just – this is If hilarious. A&M – Neil says this on the pod all the time. If A&M ever hires a legit coach in this era of college football, we are all fucked. Yes, it's going to be a machine. Yeah, but they at the same time, I, I can't believe it till I actually see it. Correct. I'm they're not going to gonna happen. What they, what they'll see like, that they they'd go overpay for someone like Dabo, and then Dabo can't recreate at Clemson the culture what he did at A and M, and he's just like seven and five every year. Like it's going to be something like that. Kevin someone has a better record, like as far as like the mo- like however many games they've had the same amount. Kevin Sumlin has a better record, and it's, like, pretty significant. I can't believe yeah. Kevin Sumlin is not in college football right now. Coach. Really bad stint at Arizona. Yeah, yeah. look what he did like, at Arizona. Oh, I forgot Rimble about that. At Arizona. Yeah, I he, forgot about his Arizona days. <laughs> they were bad. I, I forgot about that. Where, where do we think Dabo is five years from now? Clemson. Clemson. The message boards at Auburn seem to think that he's in play. <laughs> I think he's retired. I can see that. I think he's going to be a guy that wants that mama job. I and agree I think, with that. Addison, and I think because he's won national championships and he's an alum, they'll look at him. No, he'll definitely get a look, but he's not – I don't know if he's an NIL coach. He's been so against it for the beginning. I think Dabo's kind of at the point now where it's kind of like – like it's it's legacy at this point, right? Like you've won two national championships – even if he rode out into the sunset and never won another one again at Clemson, legendary coach. Bobby Bowden. Yeah, correct. And if you leave and go to Alabama and fail, legacy tarnished. Yeah. You couldn't even win at Alabama. Mm-hmm. Like, it just – I. That's the argument. It's either Clemson or it's retirement in five yeah. years. Will, I didn't realize CV was the number one recruit for Clemson, according to the 247. Yeah. Number 22 national player, five-star. Yeah. 
Can't even win in Alabama high school football, though. Yeah. He didn't make the playoffs. First time in 29 years. Yep. That's what happens when you have a 4A student body population, but Alabama High School Athletic Association decides to penalize you and put you in 6A. Soft. Dumb rule. Yeah. A H S A. All right, Will. Will, I'm sick of you eating worms. Let's go ahead and talk about the week 12 slate. Um, We got the number four team in the country. TCU is a four point favorite going into Waco, Texas versus Baylor. Not never picking against the hitting the toads again. TCU wins and well, they, yeah, they cover. that is not an accurate line. That's two and the line's two and a half. Well, TCU still covers Baylor. The line's only two and a half. Baylor, no logic other than I think they're going to do. A world of good for the rest of the college football world. I don't think TCU deserves to be in the playoff. I agree with you, but I'm for the chaos. And now that Ole Miss doesn't have a shot to make to the national or to make it to the postseason, like I'm kind of all for TCU. I don't want like another. I don't want the Final Four to be two games that we've already seen with Georgia, Tennessee, Michigan, and Ohio State. I want to see some variance in there. So no. I. Listen, I want to see getting in over a one-loss Michigan team. Would you say LSU is getting in over a one-loss Michigan team? If LSU wins out, yeah, absolutely. LOL, they're not winning out. But LSU's not winning out, and they well, that would mean they're the SEC champion, and they'd have to be put in exactly. And then Georgia would probably be in as the one-loss team. An eleven and two LSU Nash SEC champion would not make the playoff. Yes, they would. You're full of shit. Yes, they would. Tennessee would make yes, it for would. them. There is no. precedent for this. Because yeah, because Tennessee beat the shit out of them. I know. No, but you're SEC no, no, champion. No, 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 no. Eleven and two. Penn State was ranked number five, Big Ten champions in 2016. Yet eleven and one. Ohio State, who they beat, made it. That's a different committee. <laughs> There's, and honestly, this one's honestly kind of worse. If that happened. There'd be three SEC teams in the playoff. Yep. And Ohio State. Book it. Ohio State's not beating Michigan. Yes, they are. Stop that. All right. All right. TCU covers minus two and a half. Give it to me. I'm picking. I'm. I, I, everyone picked last week. The only thing that gives me hesitant is everybody was against TCU last week, and they came. TCU heard that they had some motivation. They're going to Texas now. It's a little bit of a sleepy spot for them. But I do think just – I think TCU is a better team than Baylor. Um, they're playing with a lot of confidence. I think that they can win this game. I agree I'm, with you. And the thing is, Addison, we had this same narrative for TCU when they played Wake or West Virginia going on the road after Kansas, Oklahoma State, and Kansas State back-to-back-to-back. They won that game by 10 points. I think they beat Baylor in the cover. Yeah. I think TCU may just be team of destiny this year. That's not true. Florida minus 14 at Vanderbilt. Over under is 57 and a half. Uh, Vanderbilt kind of had uh, a big win. Um, it'll be interesting to see how they fall up on that. Uh, Florida over two touchdowns. 
Hold on. I don't think we're giving Vanderbilt enough credit for winning their first SEC game in like what three years? Since 2019. Yeah, that's absolutely wild. Like, good for Vanderbilt. Not only that, but they have a better record in the SEC than Texas A&M, who started the season as the number six team in the country. So, way to go, Vanderbilt. You don't cover. You lose by more than two scores, but I'm proud of you. Florida covers. I'm gonna, Yeah, I'm going to take Florida. I have no commentary. Yeah, Ty. Florida. All right, Georgia, 22-and-a-half-point favorite on the road at Kentucky, over under 49. Um, Dogs. I kind of think that Kentucky's going to be, because the loss is going to motivate them a little bit, they'll bounce back a little bit. 22-and-a-half um, is a big spread. They're going to try to slow the ball down. I'm going to actually take Kentucky to cover. I think Kentucky loses by 21. <laughs> There's a lot of points for an SEC game. I think dogs cover. <laughs> I think Kentucky covers. I think Georgia's just going to win the ball. For God's sake. Football's dumb. Football's dumb. Okay. Vanderbilt. Oh, this was down versus Vanderbilt at the first they half. They didn't beat us, though. Yeah, I know. 22 and a half points is a lot of points. Good for Clark Lee, though, right? Right. He seems like a good guy. He really does. I think he's going to be at Vanderbilt for a a while. I'd hire him. Oh, no. (laughs) Easy. I don't don't need Martin Simmons as my head of recruiting. That's who Auburn should hire. All right. Texas is a nine-point favorite at Kansas. Rivalry. Revenge game for Texas. Don't forget that. What does what does Kansas do when they score a touchdown in the stands like that? Old <laughs> Have you ever seen that? No, I haven't. But you should do that again because that was really funny. Rock chop. <laughs> I'm I'm going with Kansas to cover. Kansas covers and wins outright. I want to pick that so badly. Back to back. I really hate this game. I'm going to tease Kansas um, because I want to get them over that 10 threshold. Um, and I'll even get them – I'll get them at 15 if I tease it. So, I'm going to do that at some point. I like the over of this game. Um, I do think Kansas is not very good on defense. And Texas, who has been abysmal on offense as of late, will have a chance to bounce back. And I think they do here. Um, oh, God. How cold is that game going to be? Weather in Lawrence, Kansas, this Saturday. I was talking to his girlfriend. High of 37, low of 21. Now, I I changed my mind on that over. What time is – I don't even know what time that game is. What time do Kansas and – oh, damn it. I have it. What time do Kansas and Texas play? They play at 2.30. Yep, Syria agrees. It's going to be like 34 degrees. Yeah, the ball, East Quinn Ewers is not going to be able to throw the ball downfield. That's going to help Kansas. I agree. I think. Rock chalk. Let's go. All right. You want to go to the, the sold out stadium in Cali? 
How many people do we think actually show up to this game? So let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. It's a stadium stadium that holds 90 plus thousand. They listed it as a sellout. For seventy two thousand, because they put and those big tarps. They put those banners. Yeah, that just pissed me off so much. That was sold out Rose Bowl. <laughs> Bullshit. <Yeah>. Wet fart. <laughs> that being said, go Bruins. I want Chip Kelly to win this game so badly. L.A. I think they were looking ahead. I think that's partially the reason why they lost to Arizona. Um. And USC honestly hasn't beat anybody either. So. USC has also been playing with fire, I feel like, the entire season. Mm-hmm. Who cares about Utah, Oregon? Now that Broadway bows out of it, you're right. Dan Landing is going to Auburn anyways. doesn't really matter. Dan Landing is not going to Auburn. It was a joke, Will. You just never know. I just for, If there was maybe an Auburn fan listening. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. No, your place. Ate them two times last year. I don't think the gap was closed that quickly. Morgan's defense is bad. Their defense is bad. Utah's quarterback. I don't don't like either. Look, the best two games, or at least the highest profile games, are both in the Pac 12 this week. They are. You're right, Addison. That tells you something. They're a lot better at scheduling than the SEC is. These all these weak ass games in the SEC should be illegal. Yeah. It's embarrassing that they're two weeks left in the season and everyone's playing cupcakes this week. Yep. That should not be allowed. It will. Did you know of teams in the playoff contention race that Michigan has the weakest strength of schedule? That's a fun fact, Ty. Thank you for sharing. Well, let's see how that changes when they kick the shit out of Ohio State in two weeks. Also, mad respect for keeping off the Illinois-Michigan game. Well, Illinois lost two in a row. They play Illinois, who was Uh, a top 15 team two weeks ago. Then Then they played Nebraska. Well, Illinois has just been looking ahead for this game the past two weeks. Wait, They're ready. Well, who did Michigan play last week? Oh, yeah. The the, the Husker, the Huxer Hex may come <laughs> into effect. If you, if y'all lost to Illinois, oh my gosh, that would I make, would be, I'd be so mean. Hey, Husker Hex plus a look ahead spot for Michigan. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's trap game. Bert Bielema is going to be – he's going to have the boys ready. Dude, Bert, money line right now for Team Bert plus 650. You know Illinois has the number one defense in the country. Yeah. Wow, I'm surprised it's not Michigan. And J.J. JJ is Michigan not was number Michigan was number three. And J.J. is not elite. Anyways, a game people will actually watch this weekend. Ole Miss is a two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road in Fayetteville at Arkansas, uh, over under 64. Well, what's the weather going to be? Cold. Mid-20s. It's going to be like in the 20s or low 30s at kickoff. That scares me. I'm going to take the under. Um, I think both teams are going to run the football a lot. Ole Miss wants to run the ball. Arkansas wants to run the ball. However, who knows if K.J. Jefferson is going to play. Supposedly, Arkansas has an open quarterback battle right now. 
with Hornsby and then Cade Horton. So we'll see. I like the under either way. Um, I hate to pick Ole Miss, but I got to do it. I'm picking Ole Miss. I'm going to pick Ole Miss to cover and win. Yeah. This would be a game. I think Ole Miss will start out flat. As I was even saying to Fisher, it's like, I don't know how you can get them up for this after what happened last week. Like, that's it's just demoralizing. And I mean, I'm still not over it yet, and I don't play. (laughs) So, but there comes to a point where the talent gap is what it is, and the directions of these programs are what they are. Ole Miss is going to win this game. I think I think it'll look a lot like the Texas A and M game, but maybe a little bit more comfortable. Mm-hmm. I don't think I think Ole Miss wins by like say 10, 10 to fourteen. Do we know the but status enough on to it? give you a little heartburn? Keep your eye on it. I don't think he's going to play. Okay. He got knocked out from that targeting. That wasn't targeting. That was targeting. That wasn't targeting. By the rule, helmet to helmet, crown of the head to crown of the head. Okay. Well, maybe you should be may, – maybe quit quit being an accountant and be a ref, please. God, no. Stripes would not be flattering for Will. <laughs> the vertical stripes. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry, Will. I <laughs> That's uh, not true, Ty. I have Thomas gone. Be a pylon. Thomas could be a pylon. I could. You're right. <laughs> I've gone into almost every Ole Miss football game this year thinking we were going to win the game. LSU, I thought we were going to win. I thought we were going to win last weekend. This is the first game I think we lose. I don't like coming off of an emotional loss where – mentioned that apparently all the players were crying in the locker and the craziness that's going on has me worried um if this if there was a game to drop that we shouldn't lose this is the one that we do so i'm taking arkansas not happy about it now, Miami is going to beat Arkansas, and Arkansas and Missouri are going to play each other for bowl eligibility, the last game of the year. Here's the thing, going to too. Beautiful. Ar- Ole, Miss has only beaten, Ole Miss has only beaten Arkansas like twice in Fayetteville in yep. their history. The last time we did our quarterback through six interceptions, Will was in the building then. I don't, I don't feel good about the game. Like, th- this is the first game this year where I'm going into it. Just not, not feeling good. As bad as we feel right now, Arkansas was the number 10 team in the country a month and a half ago, and they've won one game since. Is that right? Maybe two. I think just one. Like, losing for that long of a period does something to a locker room, especially when your quarterback's hurt and he's feeling deflated. Apparently, there's some tension between the offensive coordinator and the head coach. Attention. He's gone at the end of the year. Yeah. And I think, you know, as far as cold games, they'll go. It's it's nice that we have a good running game. Junkins is awesome. I think Ole Miss wins. It's going to be – I like the under as well. Kind of Addison said that too. Ole Miss wins probably by one score. I don't think it's going to be like a blowout, but I like it more than two and a half. Yep. I think you get value on Ole Miss at two and a half here. 
I really do. I think they're the better team, better coaching staff, more continuity. Uh, they aren't as banged up as Arkansas is. I think that they can – I think that this is a time Ole Miss can go to Fayetteville and win. I really yep. do. But I think there's some credit to what y'all are saying. It was an emotional loss, and it's going to be really hard to get up. It's going to be really hard to get up when it's that cold coming after that game. Yeah. All right. Dog of the week, lock of the week. Dog of the week, lock of the week. I'll Let's start my upset of the week because Addison lock first. last time. Lock first? Lock first. Okay. You go. You can go first with this one. Okay. So kitty. Uh, so, actually, I have a few bets I like. I do like the under Ole Miss, Arkansas, I think is a lock. And then I think Florida State minus 24 over ULL. I like that a lot. I'll also like Florida minus 14 at Vanderbilt. Lock. Singular. I know. It's a big but one. I, like, I got I to gotta let y'all all know how many I like. What do you lock? My lock of the week, I'm going to go Ole Miss first half minus 0.5. Almost first half minus half a point. I'm keeping mine simple. Just one game. The eight and two Liberty Flames. I was looking at that. Rebound. Ooh, I love that. And they cover the 10 point spread over the two and eight Hokies. I, I, I was that. looking at that. Virginia Tech is bad. Liberty gets up for power five games. I think they smoke them. Yep. I agree. I like that a lot. That's a good pick. My, oh, are we doing lock? Right yeah, now, first. Yeah. Well, Thomas, you go next. I... Okay. My lock of the week, should take this with a grain of salt. You should probably fade me. Is you ready for this? Kansas plus nine. I love it. I think it's going to be cold. Quinn Ewers is a Texas guy. He's used to the heat. I love it. Plus 10, plus nine. Quinn Ewers spent a year in Columbus, Ohio. Oh, yeah? How many games did he play in? He stood on the sideline. How sure much did. money did he make? How much money did he make while he was More there? More than all the four of us have made collectively in our careers. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I worked for a software company that sold for a lot of money. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> I don't know how much he made, but. You made over a million. I oh, never mind. Yeah. I didn't realize he even made that much. Yeah, he made a lot. Yeah. Ohio State paid him over a million dollars. Damn, that sucks for them. My lock of the week is the Ole Miss Arkansas under. Um, I see it at sixty four, but that's that's my lock. I like of the that. Week. I don't okay. think that many points scored in that game. That's yep. I think that's a good pick. Uh, I'll, can I kick us off with dog of the week? You can. As long as it's not mine. Um, well, my dog of the week is Duke getting seven and a half points against Pittsburgh. Um, I like that. Duke seven and three, Pittsburgh six and four, but a bad six and four. Like just an ugly football team. I like giving Duke a touchdown. It's my my dog of the week. Mine? I had to do a double take because I thought it was reversed. We're going to Bedlam. 
Oh no. Oklahoma is a seven and a half point favorite. Wow. Oklahoma State wins. Straight up. I'd take Oklahoma State seven and a half. That's Addison's number two team in the country. Don't forget that. Is it in Norman? Yes, it's in Norman. But don't matter. They're five and five. The the Husker Hex has gotten the uh, Sooners. So my lock of the week. In recent weeks, there's a certain team with an elite defense and a shitty offense that's learned how to score some points. No. Yes. This is my this is my Iowa is on the road against Minnesota as a two and a half point dog. You can get money line set at plus one eighteen. And I haven't been right a lot when it comes to these locks, but I feel really good about this one. And that is my money line underdog. I already bet that. That was mine. I did too. It's the only bet I've made this week. Wait, is the game in Minneapolis? Yeah, it's It's in Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Iowa's gotten better. Iowa's gotten a lot better. It's funny because we're probably heading towards another repeat of the Big Ten Championship game from last year. Easy now. Easy. You're losing. Don't that. For the record, for the record, my underdog of the week was Iowa, but I'm about to find another one. Just to make it be different. What about UMass over Texas A&M? No. <laughs> no. So bad. <laughs> Uh, I thought about NC State at Louisville. NC State's a four-point underdog. I'll tell you what I'll do. West Virginia's playing for bowl eligibility. They've got to win out to make a bowl. I'll take West Virginia to beat Kansas State at home. There, what's the line in that one? Oh, wow. Seven and a half. That is a reach. Also, this was on our slate, but how awesome would it be if Western Kentucky beat Auburn this weekend? That oh, <laughs> Western I, Kentucky I has like a good offense. Did y'all see the Auburn. Did y'all see the sickos response to Auburn's tweet of like, "Hey, last game of the season at Jordan Hare, like be loud or whatever." And there was a picture of the stadium, and then like big red, like in the horizon, walking to the game. Did you see this, Will? Yeah, I saw it. It was epic. Yeah. They have a great offense, and they have an even better mascot. Thomas, I'll tell you what I'm doing right now. I'm okay. teasing Iowa, and I'm teasing over 26 and a half. Okay. I like it. Anyone have any final thoughts? Truly, they can both score that many. Time if not, um, all that Will has to do is close us out. Oh, well, it turns out I was overestimating our listener audience. I've always been saying seven, but really it's only five. So thank you to all five of you listening to me be sad. I'm still very sad. Life is sad. (laughs) That's terrible. Is that it, Will? That is it.